This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Medical experts sometimes advise us to take a certain supplement for our health, then later say, oops, it might harm you. We'll have the story. It should only be taken as a supplement to what you're getting in your diet. And there is no dose that every person should be aiming to try to intake. Then, youth violence seems to be a constant in the news. The cops deal with the aftermath, but what about prevention? We'll get the facts from an expert. When we define it only as a crime problem, then the best we do is respond to what has happened, but it's not really prevention. We'll have those two stories and a lot more coming your way on this week's InfoTrack. Stay with us. Our show begins right after this. show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. There's been conflicting information in the news lately about calcium supplements and whether they help or hurt. To help clear up some of the confusion, let's welcome Felicia Kosman, Senior Clinical Director of the National Osteoporosis Foundation and author of What Your Doctor May Not Tell You About Osteoporosis. Tell us about the latest findings regarding calcium supplements, because I would imagine millions of people take those every day. I think that's true, and perhaps some women and men have been overdoing calcium supplements somewhat. And I think that's what we want to try to stop at this point. We know that optimal diet includes calcium, optimal for the health of the skeleton and the prevention of bone loss that can contribute to osteoporosis and fracture risk. But what we have always known is that it is really best to try to get calcium from the diet rather than taking supplemental calcium. We call it supplemental calcium because it should only be taken as a supplement to what you're getting in your diet. And there is no dose of calcium supplement that every person should be aiming to try to intake. So the way I think people should look at this is if their diet contains three calcium-rich foods every day, they're getting enough calcium as it is. Felicia, what would be some of the side effects of excess calcium? What would be some problems people might have? No side effects at all from excess dietary calcium. That looks like it's really good. You really can't overdo it from the diet. On the other hand, from calcium supplements, one thing that's fairly consistent is an increase in the risk of kidney stones. It's a small increase in risk, but it's pretty reproducible in a lot of different studies, and it's particularly true if you take calcium supplements on an empty stomach. Some of the more recent and more controversial findings relating to supplements of calcium is possible increase in the risk of cardiovascular disease events. And this is so controversial with studies on both sides of the equation, some showing risk, some showing no risk, that I think the jury is still out on that. But that's what's really prompted the most recent scrutiny about calcium supplements because the risk for kidney stones has actually been known for quite some time. 
We're talking on InfoTrack with Felicia Cosman, Senior Clinical Director of the National Osteoporosis Foundation. Felicia, are there other vitamins in addition to calcium that are helpful to maintain bone health? Well, we know that vitamin D is very important, and one of the findings of the last decade is that the deficiency or insufficiency of vitamin D is much more common than it used to be. That appears to be related to reduced sun exposure. Of course, in the last 20, 30 years, we've recommended that people use sunscreen products liberally and protect themselves from especially midday sun and too much sun because of skin cancer risk and other diseases of the skin. And that all makes sense. But the outcome of that that was undesirable was that many people appeared to develop a vitamin D deficiency. But here also, I think, in the last few years, many people have gone overboard in terms of supplementing vitamin D, and the doses of vitamin D that some people were consuming were not justified. And we'd like to crack down on that because we really don't know if there could be some potential risk from taking too much vitamin D, just as there could be some potential risk from taking too much calcium. Is osteoporosis linked to genetics? In other words, in certain families, there's a greater tendency to get it? Yes, no question. A lot of your tendency or likelihood of developing osteoporosis is indeed genetic. And if you had a mother or a father who had a fracture syndrome or known osteoporosis, your risk for having osteoporosis is at least twofold higher. So one of the most important things that people in their 50s and 60s can do is try to go back and look at their family's medical history, particularly their mother and father's history, about broken bones that occurred in a fall or some minimal amount of trauma, or if their parents had been diagnosed with osteoporosis using a bone density test. One of the fractures or bone breaks that's sometimes hidden and many people might not be aware of that their parents had is the fracture of the vertebra or spine. And the reason that people might not realize their parents had these is that sometimes they're clinically silent. They don't produce back pain and they don't require any kind of surgical intervention or casting. But these fractures cause height loss, and they cause that posture that we call kyphosis, other people call the dowager's hump, and they can ultimately be very disfiguring. But more importantly, they can produce chronic back pain ultimately and inhibit your ability to walk and even to eat and to breathe comfortably because everything really gets very crowded in with these fractures. And so if you have a parent who had a lot of height loss or had this characteristic deformity of the posture, it may be that they had rather severe osteoporosis, and that is also an inherited risk. At what age should someone start to look at osteoporosis as a concern? Well, around the age of menopause in women, or about 50 in men, we want people to start reviewing their risk factors. And if they have significant risk factors, it may be that they should get a bone density test at that younger age. For those people who don't have major risk factors, we recommend that all women get the test done by the age of 65 and men by the age of 70 because the prevalence is a little bit slower in men than it is in women. We really don't recommend that people before menopause or younger men get bone density tests routinely 
So there are occasionally some circumstances where it should be done. But thinking about osteoporosis and trying to think about how to prevent osteoporosis is something that you should be thinking about from a very young age. And that's just following lifestyle measures that we know can optimize bone health. Getting enough calcium in your diet as well as enough vitamin D in your diet or taking a supplement if you don't get much vitamin D in the diet. Getting regular exercise, not drinking excessive alcohol, not smoking. And for young girls, making sure that menstrual function is preserved and there are no eating disorders which may contribute to osteoporosis and menstrual dysfunction. So those are things that can be done throughout life and pretty much the recommendations for bone health are very similar to the recommendations for health throughout the body and they're consonant with each other. Another thing that people don't realize is that high fruit and vegetable intake is also very beneficial for bone health as it is for prevention of heart disease and perhaps cancer as well. Felicia Cosman, Senior Clinical Director of the National Osteoporosis Foundation and author of What Your Doctor May Not Tell You About Osteoporosis. And you can visit their website at nof.org. Felicia, thanks so much for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you very much. Next, youth violence is a nationwide problem. One expert has an eye-opening solution. Coming up. Stick around. There's more InfoTrack straight ahead.